Wednesday, 20th of September, 2023. Maybe today. Serving the Lord with all humility, with many tears and trials which happened to me by the plotting of the Jews. Acts 20, verse 19. Although a bit clunky, the words more correctly say, Serving the Lord with all mind abasement, with many tears and trials occasioned me by the ambushes of the Jews. CG. The words continue the thought of the previous verse. Taking together they would say, And when they came to him, he said to them, You know from the first day in which I set foot in Asia, how I was with you the whole time, serving the Lord with all mind abasement, with many tears and trials occasioned me by the ambushes of the Jews. With that noted, the words of this verse begin with, Serving the Lord with all mind abasement. It is a single noun first found here, tapiono frosun. It is derived from tapionos, humble, lowly, etc., and frame, mind, intellect, etc., and so as a single noun, mind abasement exactingly translates it. It will be used by Paul five times and by Peter twice. Paul continues by saying, with many tears and trials. Some manuscripts omit the word many, but it is likely original. Paul's use of the word would be perfectly fitting with the events of his time in Ephesus. He labored vigorously, cared deeply, and faced trials repeatedly. And these were occasioned me by the ambushes of the Jews. The word translated as occasioned means to come together or come to pass. These things befell Paul personally, and they were instigated by the Jews. As for the word translated as ambushes, it is a plural noun signifying a plot, but it also carries a sense of the plot being put into action. Some translations say plots. This gets half of the idea. Others say lying in wait, but that is a paraphrase that is singular in nature. A single word that carries the whole intent would be the plural ambushes. In this, there are the plots which are combined with the actions of carrying them out. Life application. Paul's words are not boasting through self-piety. The things he said are simply the manner in which he conducted himself. This is perfectly evident from the fact that he is saying them to the very people who saw how he conducted himself. He is laying out the foundation for his words of admonishment and it is appropriate that he sets this groundwork down in the exact manner in which he conducted himself. This is a good lesson for each of us. If we act in a pious manner to ingratiate ourselves to others, this is not an acceptable way to conduct our affairs. However, if we live in an attitude of self-abasement as our regular conduct, it is an acceptable and noteworthy choice. Paul says as much to us in his epistles, such as, For I say, through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. Romans 1 verse 23 And let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. 
Philippians 2, 3 and 4. This was Paul's attitude and conduct, and it should be ours as well. In this we will be living properly before the Lord. Heavenly Father, help us to consider others before ourselves, deeming them as valuable people in your eyes. Jesus came to save others, even while the world was sold to sin. We were once in that state, and they still are. The only difference between the two is Jesus. How can we look down upon others when, without him, we would still be just as they are. Help us to have this mind. Help us to care about the state and to pity where they are. Soften our hearts to their plight, O oh God. Amen. The Jews plotted against me. This troubled me very much. But you know that I always served the Lord. I never thought of myself first, and I often cried. Acts 20 verse 19